0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield.
1: Welcome to another fun-packed episode of Alley Le Rouge, where we dissect Liverpool's recent performances against Forrest and Ajax and look forward to our game against Leeds. I'm joined by cop season ticket holders Keith Colvin and John Nicholson and John Coleman, the Akrington Stanley manager. So... In our last podcast, we said it was going to be a crucial few weeks uh, with the world coming up. And we had some great results against City and West Ham. Then a very disappointing setback against Forest last Saturday. Uh so I mean, what how can that happen, Keith? I mean, was it was it when you saw the team line up? Were you seeing Thiago had an ear infection and Nunes wasn't playing, you think and oh no, this could be a banana skin, but for us, you know, the the bottom of the league, you know,
0: they've hardly won a game. How can that happen? <sighs> uh, good question. Uh, you're probably asking the wrong person actually, because I didn't see the game. Obviously, uh, <laughs> it was, I was working unfortunately, so I didn't actually see the game. Um, but the actual team, yeah, you know, when you're seeing players of that caliber out, you know, you do worry, you do worry a bit. But after the games, you know, the West Ham game. For an hour we were finding obviously the manager made the, the substitutions to protect players possibly. Yeah. And the disrupt it did disrupt us, didn't it? You know, you can't say it didn't, and then obviously West Ham come into the game. So maybe the precursor was already there in the last half an hour of that game. Uh, in some respects about it would pan out on the Saturday. Yeah. But yeah. from what from what I say, I didn't see the game, we haven't seen no highlights from all accounts. You we were slow off the so It's not together. very
1: good research, Keith. No, podcast. I know, but
0: you know, I know, but anyway. But uh you know, it's it's just typical of the pool of season we, by the sounds. We just we start slow and can't get going, and teams just sort of smother us. Um, yeah, and it's 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 a, unfortunately it's a bit of a common factor at the moment. Um, so yeah, maybe the team selection did have a burden on it, but I yeah. just think we've been slow all season, apart from the city game where we we come off you know quick and, and the tempo of the, of the game was quick. Which out does get forward quicker? We're too slow getting out. I own want half the time at the moment. I think. Yeah, John.
1: Um, so. I mean, we could have been three or four nil up against Forest, couldn't we? I mean, before you know, before they scored.
2: I wouldn't say three or four nil. We
1: might have been ahead. Well, we had the Cavalio chance. Then maybe you know yeah. if he takes that with his left. You know, he puts the ball in the net, doesn't he? And then yeah, we had Van Dyke seemed to be trying to set everyone up as if he was on some sort of uh, I'm not gonna score, I'm gonna get an assist.
2: Yeah, but it was it was never convincing, was it? You no, know, I know what it, you mean. The chances yeah. are yeah. chances that that we had. Um and sometimes against them teams sometimes a one-nil defeat is always a possibility. If it goes one nil for them, and yeah, they can yeah. hang on to something, yeah. you know. Uh, so I, I, I don't know whether in some ways, I know not all the players were playing, but you know the Man City game was so intense. Yeah. You know, for nine minutes or whatever, and I think you saw, you maybe saw a bit of that in the West Ham game from players. I think we did, yeah, 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 definitely. And then the Forest game, you know, three and six days, um, with the injuries. That we've had, and then the last minute injuries like Tiago and what have you,
1: yeah.
2: and Nunes and
1: what have you. I don't think you know, the uh, I don't think the you know the early kickoff helped them either, did they?
2: And the early kickoff, no, it doesn't help. Yeah. You know, Forrester sat there all week. I know they played midweek, didn't he? Was it Brighton midweek? So I know they played on a Tuesday. I know they've had two games as well, but yeah, yeah. But you know, um, yeah, it was a bit. Bit well, it was a lot of disappointing, bit of a disillusionment. But you know, in the three games, looking for every cloud, um I think we got more in the three games in the week than
1: than we have done, yeah.
2: Well, didn't we get more than Man City's got than Chelsea got than Man United got out of three games? Mm,
1: yeah, yeah. We got yeah, six
2: yeah. to the And I think Chelsea to got five points. Yeah. So I'm just looking for, you know.
1: Yeah. Looking for positive, like, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the positive. Want?
2: John, how do you account for it, you know,
1: as a as a uh, experienced manager? How do you account for like City West Ham, six points we're on a, I think but on a run? And then you go to a banana skin?
2: Well,
3: the team, the, the team selection tells you everything. Um mm-hmm. we've got a decent enough eleven or twelve. And I think that's the old top and bottom. Right? I think the the ones who come in, they they're honest as working lads, but they're just below the standard that's required to be a team who's going to be top or for yeah. for the top of the Premiership.
1: But do um, you think if and Thiago and Nunes play, it's a different result? Well,
3: you know, the thing that disappoints me is you, you play on the Wednesday, you come off, you're not fit for the Saturday, then you play the following Tuesday. Yeah, so you play the following Wednesday. So yeah, it can't be much of a muscle injury, can it?
1: No, I it, must have felt something though. Well,
3: I mean, what was the bigger game in your opinion? Ajax or
1: um, or not Forest? Forest, I think, yeah. Week yeah, yeah.
3: Because we could afford to lose to Ajax as they go through.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, and I didn't think for one second we'd lose to Ajax. Well, maybe you, you might have done early on. But, you know, the drop-off of Liverpool started last season. And the Angle over started last season. And I think the only thing we've got to hope is that we respond the way we did after, you know, the the debacle that we had where we, we lost six on the spin and, yeah, a yeah. and um, you know, we had that trouble by Aston Villa. And we responded by never simply to get into the Champions League and it's going to take in a, a really, really massive run to get us into the Champions League. And if we don't get into the Champions League, you can forget Bellingham coming or any of the top players coming.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, not yeah. Be there, so, but do you think? A, uh
3: season see
1: Yeah, but do you think you know? You, you looking at the? Do you think you know? Obviously, there's a lot of uh, clamour on social media about FSJ having invested and all that. Um, do you think it's it is a case of that, or do you think it's a case of Klopp was quite happy with what he had at the beginning of the season? We've just been we've just been you know unlucky with the injuries.
3: Well, I don't think any manager is ever happy with what they've got. The minute that you say, I'm happy with what we have got, you you go backwards. Yeah. You've always got to be looking to improve your team. And I think the Liverpool teams of old uh, showed that. They always strengthened at a position of strength. Man United strengthened at a position of strength. Yeah. Man City now are, are strengthened at a position of strength. And you've always got to be looking to go forward. And I spoke to the Bolton manager Dude, is actually at the 23rd game and I, I asked him, was he going to do it? Was he going to um, add to his squad in January? And he said he's open to. You yeah. Know, yeah, you need to.
1: You need yeah, to yeah. try and
3: always keep moving forward. Whether you get them? Them players or not? I don't know. Mm. Um, but I think the I don't think he's ever been happy with the squad. I think he's always wanted yeah. more and, and better players. But sometimes you have, your hands are tied and you have to do, you have to make do with what you've got, and that's that's a difficult thing.
1: Yeah, Keith, do you think it's you know the the lack of depth in the squad is be is exposing us a little bit here now with um with the results against Forest because basically you take out Thiago and Nunes and we've
0: already got,
1: you know, uh Jota and Diaz out. You know, there's there's not much left, is there really?
0: No, no, you know, John picked up on it quite right in what he says, you know. Once you you know, we're getting back to the stage before sort of Klopp coming when he first came, we would I thought we were that type of club anyway. We had a match of uh, like twelve or fourteen players, good could match anybody in the league but then we'd fall down when they got injured and we're getting back to that situation now Yeah, um, yeah. you know you've got the younger players coming in you know Elliot I, I think he's a good little player you know he tries hard and I'm sure he'll get better Um, obviously was in that bracket for me a little bit you know he's only coming yeah. this year Curtis Jones is coming back into the squad but he's obviously you know he's got a lot of thing, time to make up from where he was when he got injured you know whether he's the answer is a different matter in that respect anyway but you Know the squad itself, once you lose, and as you say, with them, well, we lost now four or five players, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And James Milner, you know, obviously, everyone you know, James Milner is James Milner, you know, he does great when he comes in, yeah. But, you know, James Milner should be coming into games when the games are tied up and they're just trying to give players a rest, you know what I mean? He's he's covering for players now who've either lost form or who were injured, um, and that's never a good sign in that respect, and that's not against James Milner, obviously. So, yeah, I think that the squad itself. As John said, you know, any manager who, who's quite happy with what he's got, he, he's got a team of complacent players then, hasn't he, early Yeah, you know, yeah, you they, yeah. You all think they've got a place and no one's going to take it off them. So, you've got to improve the squad every season. You've got, you've got to do it. I, I think you'd he, be looking to do something in this transfer window coming up at Christmas. You know, he's got to do. Because well, some of these injuries could be long-term. You don't know yet. You know yeah. I
1: mean? uh, John Nicholson, when he saw, you know, when... Um, Henderson took that knock against Ajax on—I uh, mean, sorry, Ajax on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, uh, he was—he was going ballistic, wasn't he? You know, he because he—I think he thought it was another bad injury, didn't he? Hopefully, it's just bruising. He said, you know, but he, he was going crazy, wasn't
2: he? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, it—it it, it isn't something that's too serious. But Henderson never played on Saturday, did he?
1: No, no, um,
2: no. We didn't get told. It was anything to do with an injury, um, why he wasn't playing. Um, so, you know, it, it was too much of a gamble, really, with Jones having just come back and yeah. Carvalho and Elliot, young kids all, all together on the field. But going back to what you said before, um, about whether it's FSG or Klopp thinks he's got enough, if you go back to like last July, I think it was, when Chamberlain got injured, yeah, And Klopp was saying, we've got seven or eight midfield players I don't need any more. Um, and then Chamberlain's going to be out for three months and he didn't make any move then no. to bring in another midfield player. So I think he... Well, not that we know of. So I think that he must be happy or he must have been happy that he's got... I, know, I understand what John's saying, but, but I think that Klopp must, must have been happy with, with what, what he's got effectively. Maybe he never envisaged that just a couple of months down the line, he might come to a match where he's only got three of those yeah. seven or eight midfield players available. And there was a game just recently that we played, and I think three of them just about were available mm. yeah, um, yeah. And midfield centres at home. I can't think who it was. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I imagine he, he really is open that end this and hasn't got a bad injury. Yeah. When you looked at the replay, it looked like a knock on knees, and hopefully it's it's
1: not yeah. gonna be something to, yeah in two days' time it will be fine. Yeah. Coley, do you think the likes of Elliot, Cavallio, oh, Curtis Jones, they're the future? Or Well, they're I, gonna they get a... back. what you've you got to be careful of is you don't you don't create
3: another Tom Davis or the Jordan Russell's there where they picked them up um and they played too they got too much exposure too soon. Yeah. And they're not, they're not able to carry the team because they're too young and they're not good enough yet at the moment. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: You know, you're going back to. And Jordan
1: saying, you know, Rossiter. Jordan is playing for Bristol Rovers
3: now, is not he? He is, yeah. I watched him last night. He did well last night, actually. Um, But, uh, you know, you, you mentioned before about, you know, how can you, you turn and perform, so like you did against Man City, and then, you know, lose to the bottom. So you beat the top of the league and you lose to the bottom of the league. And part of me as a fan feels cheated because we've defended it absolutely appallingly this season Um, yeah and yet you play the best team in the world and you defend like your life depends on
1: yeah
3: now every time you play a game you only get three points if you beat Man City and you only get three points if you beat Fost so Mm. you've got to approach it every single game like it's your last one like it's the most important one and that's easier said than done. And I think there's definitely a drop off when you play the bottom teams. I also I feel sick when I when I find out that Liverpool are playing on BT Sport on a Saturday morning because yeah. the amount of times we've had a poor result on BT Sport on a Saturday morning, well, half twelve, Saturday afternoon, mm. it's off the graph. How many times we've, we've disappointed? On the, were you were you
1: able to watch the match in the new? Athens yeah, clubhouse? that was
3: yeah, I was doing. I had to do a talk to the to the ones who were there in the prawn sandwich brigade.
1: And, <laughs> uh, and I think haven't got prawn sandwiches. We come have, on,
3: we have come on, it's lovely, <laughs> it's a lovely hospitality suite now. So we did a little talk in there and they had half an hour in the match, and then um, all my family were up there for my birthday, so we had a little room to the side, so I just nicked in there and watched the second half, um, yeah. And, it's interesting, you know, just little things, you know, can change. Can change dramatically. You know, Van Dyke like said that nine times out of ten they go in something and yeah, you know, that's you know, said we haven't played well but we've come away with a point. I mean
1: Well even as header in the fir- you know. in the first half when he put it yeah. across the goal for uh, Firmino, wasn't it? He you'd usually yeah. expect him to sign at the back of the net there, wouldn't you? But, but you know, you no disrespect to
3: the teams that we've played. But we haven't played we we've lost to what we would class as inferior teams to Liverpool. And we've leaked goals to inferior teams to Liverpool. Uh, so, how can you keep the best team in the world out? All right, a little bit of luck, maybe. But it was target defending. You know, yeah. everyone was thinking, oh, oh my word. Phil so, you Forden think against,
1: against Forrest, there's a bit of an attitude there, like, oh, the <laughs> bottom of the league. But, you, you,
3: know? Know, you know, everyone's thinking Phil Foden against James Milner. Oh, that's, you know, that's, that's me for disaster. He's not going to kick.
1: Never give well, okay. it
3: He's yeah. outstanding, James Milner. It's the best Virgil Van Dijk's played since his injury. And I don't yeah. think any Liverpool fan would disagree with me. So how can you just turn it on? And and that I, I as a fan, I feel a little bit cheated over that.
1: Yeah, know, yeah.
3: That you can that you can switch yourself on and be absolutely outstanding. You should be outstanding every time you play. Every time you play, every time you pull that shirt on, you're representing. Mm. Don't forget, not just the fans who go, you represent millions of Liverpool fans around yeah, the world. Yeah. And and you should have a pride in that. And I don't think sometimes, or well, I think sometimes we can get a bit blasé about it. Yeah, yeah. Particularly when we play the bottom teams.
1: Yeah. Well, Keith, we got back to winning ways on Wednesday, didn't we, against the Ajax. And, you know, it, if the two be known, it, it looks great on paper, doesn't it? 3-0 away. Uh it, but, you know, in the first 35 minutes, we were under the cosh there and we we nearly gave them a couple of goals, didn't we? It was like, it reminded them a, bit, a bit of Napoli uh, earlier on the season, you know, and it was only because of, um, you know, fantastic goalkeeping and absolute sisters <laughs> getting missed that, uh, you know, we survived, didn't we? The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
0: It's symptomatic of the way we started the season, the Rangers game away was exactly the same, wasn't it? Let's be honest about it. The Mandanapoli one, um, we've we've started every game too slow apart from the Manchester yeah. game for me, you know, for whatever reason, you know. And then teams can, you know, we're too slow getting forward. And then um, how many times have we passed the ball around the back now, it's, like, it's getting ridiculous now, it doesn't go over the halfway in for about five minutes. And you wonder why, like, the so and Nunes, they're making all kinds of runs, they're coming back on side, offside. You don't know whether they're coming or going after time, yeah. And you're just inviting people onto you, then, aren't you? If you're not getting out, teams are just going to come and have a go at you. And as you say, a bit of, bit of obviously the one. How you missed that one on Wednesday night, I'll never know. <laughs> the, well, there was, yeah, there they was the two Ronnie Rosen stars, one, well, one from the second player. one, the second on from one, Nunes, it was unbelievable. Oh, Nunes, sorry, I mean, the the, the, the Ajax ones, you know, yeah, the second one was a half decent block by Trenton, I think the keep yeah, it, yeah, it was a good, good block, way. yeah. But the first one, how you missed that on that, you know. Anyway, you missed him, which we we're all grateful for. But it took us 25 minutes to get going again. And yeah, yeah. Against yeah. better it's... teams, and e- even teams, as happened against Forest, obviously, by the sounds of it, you can dig in and, and keep your out, they're always going to have a chance. And for whatever reason, as, you know, John's picked up on it. And, you know, whether it's players cheating or whether, it's cheating is probably a strong word in that respect, but whether it's players stepping down a little bit because they're playing so-called inferior opposition, and it's having an effect on the actual mental attitude towards the game, you know, there's something not right at the moment where we're yeah. just not, well, yeah, strolling down the pitch sometimes. And it's, 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 it's yeah. got to stop because, you know, as John picked up again, we've got a massive challenge now to get anywhere in that, near that top four by the end of next season. Yeah, it's got to start now. You know, we can't wait till the World Cup, or after the World Cup, we've got to start now. Mm.
1: Well, I think uh, John Nick Oda's, we haven't won away from home this season, have we? In, uh, in the Premier League. Uh, but, you know, put in performances like we did against Ajax, you know, it's, it doesn't make sense, does it, really? It must be a mentality thing, mustn't it? You know, in terms of attitude and, you know, uh, oh, it's far us, bottom of the league, r 12, you know, on a, on a Saturday. You know, it's got to be an element of that, hasn't it?
2: Well, maybe, but, but like last night, I think part of the... Problem was, we weren't holding the ball up when we did get it forward, it was just coming straight back. Uh, whether it was off Salah or, or Nunez or Firmino, we just kept losing the balls in the silly situations, really. And as yeah. soon as Ajax, Ajax had had one attack, and we've got we're moving up, you know, creating an attack ourselves, and suddenly we're back on the defense again. Mm. and I think that's been a problem to us, that was a problem at Fulham on day one, that was a problem yeah. at Man United, we just <clears throat> didn't keep the ball well enough um, in the first part of the game, in the opponent's half
1: I mean you know, it's almost as if we we invite the opposition to score and
2: then we start playing isn't it it's happened yeah, so well, many times this season hasn't it? yeah I mean last night, I know it came from a sort of a deflection that played the ball into the area but that first one I'd I l I, I looked away, I thought, here we go again, one nil, because how he's missed that. Yeah. I, I don't know. But the strangest thing about all of it for me was I don't think I've ever got to a game that I've watched at half time and think we should be getting beat two nil, but we should be winning two nil. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It, that's what it should have been at half time. We should have been two 0 up, but they should have been two 0 up well before we've even started to, to keep hold yeah. of the ball.
1: Yeah. Totally. In terms of, uh, I mean, Salah's goal was just, you know, world class, wasn't it? Absolutely world class.
3: Uh, 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 an unbelievable finish, gate ball by by Jordan Henderson as well. But yeah, you know, Liverpool started the game, and you know that that the, the first miss that they hit the post with, and the, the back four's disintegrated, hasn't it? You know, I yeah, know it, was, it
1: disappeared. Yeah, yeah,
3: but they just disintegrated. But this was something like I brought up with our players um, this week. And and you know I, I know we can't really compare ourselves to Liverpool, um. But the fundamentals of football is pretty much similar, and teams are, are, are sussing out that you can press Liverpool and they'll give you the ball back. And uh, you know as as uh, Keith and John have both said, yeah, they're not keeping the ball anywhere near as often as what they should do. When Thiago doesn't play, the passes aren't as incisive. But so what happens is is that they press yeah, and then you give the ball away. And then when the opposition get the ball, Liverpool drop off and let them pass it. So so that happened for 20 minutes. And that's why Ajax controlled the game. Because Liverpool give the ball away going forward because Ajax pressed them well. And then dropped off and let them play up to the final third. And then you're hoping then. And a lot of games, they're they're, they're, they're out of balance of play, switches to a team getting on top. And we had it. We had that last week against Bolton. We were two nil up, and then we sat a bit too deep. Didn't get out. Didn't put any pressure on the ball. And all of a sudden, you're defending your box for the last half hour of the game, and we ended up getting beat three two after winning two 0 And yeah. I'm trying to, to to show our lads. Listen, this is happening to the top teams. It's happening to Liverpool, and you have got to find a way. And Liverpool have got to find a way to okay. If they're not going to keep the ball, when we do lose it, let's go and win it back.
1: Now, yeah,
3: you go back to two or three years ago when we had this unbelievable run where we were fantastic yeah Um, and it didn't matter that we lost the ball because we won it back we were making chances we were making chances because we were winning the ball back as quickly as we lost it so the opposition didn't have possession for 40 or 50 seconds or 20 or 30 passes we're letting teams do that to us now and we've got to stop doing that we didn't let Man City do it to us you know, we got, a, we got a Man City space, arguably one of the best teams to keep the ball. Yeah. So we shouldn't be letting inferior teams do it. And that, that goes back to a mindset. Yeah. You, Keith made a great point that even when they were great Liverpool, they always had the three or four games where they dropped off and they'd draw in games because they kept too much possession and they weren't incisive enough. And if you look, the person, he's, he's one shy of being the most touches in the Premier League is Van Dijk. Yeah.
1: That
3: tells the story, doesn't it? That they're keeping the ball back yeah. far too much. The amount of times the fullbacks go forward. I mean, Robbo's getting back to somewhere near like it used to be. But the amount of times early on the season where Robbo would go forward, check back, go back. And they're getting to a point where if teams press them, they're not brave enough to play a forward pass. So they're coming yeah. backwards, it's going back to Van Dijk, back to uh back to Allison, out to Gomez, out to tent. Back to Van Zyke, back to Fabinho. Back
1: yeah. and back backwards, backwards sideways. But we've always played like that, haven't
3: we? You know, no, we all, no, we haven't. We haven't. We have we've been patient, but when we go, we go. Yeah. Now the goal is so few and far between. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It's borderline painful because we know yeah. that when we do, there's no one better than us. There's yeah, no we've been pa- we've been patient at the back over the years, but was it do you reckon it's the fact that uh, man is not making those runs that you know. Could... Possibly, but yeah. possibly, but the, the thing is, is that when we do it, when we when we do it, press
3: the button and we go bang. We're brilliant. We're brilliant, yeah. sorry You know when the, we pin teams in, they don't get out. And them, them the times of pinning teams in now are few and far between, particularly at Anfield You know when. Hmm. You know, we've started some games at Anfield unbelievably well on the front foot for half an hour, battered teams, and then just dropped off. And yeah, we've got to get the game one before we drop off, uh, and we've got to keep playing with that intensity. You now, you can say that the players are getting a bit older. You know, Anderson's getting a bit older, Fabinho looks as though he's struggling for legs at the moment. Yeah, yeah, Nino's yeah. getting on a bit, Sal is getting on a bit. So that's that's why you've always got to keep, you know, turn over
1: your players, it's and refreshing the, the play. squad. Yeah, yeah
3: but we know that we can do it because we've proved it
1: against the best team in the world. Mm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a dilemma, isn't it? You know, but I think, you know, we've got, um, I mean, I, you know, the results against Ajax was a fantastic result, but, you know, it means we've we've qualified now. I don't think, I think we've got to beat Napoli more than 4-1, I mean we, to stop the group, but, you know, and I think he'll probably rest players only, but we've got Leeds um, and when, you know, if you remember last time we played Leeds at Anfield, I think it was six 0 wasn't it? And it was really the uh, it was Bielsa's one of Bielsa's, Bielsa's last, last game game was games, wasn't it? Right? Yeah. But, uh, Jesse Marsh is under pressure now, isn't he as well? I think he's lost four on the run, I think. And you know, I think a lot of Leeds fans, well, are, I, there's nothing wrong with losing four on the run. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring that up, John, but uh, I'm too much of a gentleman. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later the win percentage. But, uh, so do, you know, do you think this could be another one for, um, you know, Liverpool ending a
0: Leeds manager's career, <laughs> Keith? <Nope>.
1: Uh,
0: no, <laughs> as John said, I hope not. Uh, you, you wouldn't know, would you? But Leeds will be like most teams that have been against us, they'll come and try and stop us, and no, they'll, they'll get in our faces. And as John said, we've got to start the game fast and keep the pace up because. When we, when we had passed it on in the past, in the, when we were at our peak, you know, you're know we quite right, we did control the ball, but the ball went into midfield very quickly and then got transferred up to the front three very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And we were away. Now Nowadays, the ball going into a midfield play with his back towards goal. He's got about three or four players around him because the, the back four kept it for so long because they, they won't pass the ball for whatever reason. They're easily marked. It, it's it's not hard to, to suss it out, is it? So Leeds will be like that on, on Saturday night. No mm. two ways about it. Leeds will come... To get, a, get in Liverpool's faces, and we have got to work our yeah. way around it. Because if we do, we done it against Ajax the other night. You know, the one way Nunes missed obviously that sitter. It was a great move. You know what I mean? The ball in by yeah. by Robertson and the first time pass by Firmino. That's that's yeah. Liverpool of old. As, you know, as we said, John said it enough times. We are, we have proven we can do it. We're just not doing it on a regular, consistent basis. And we have got to start doing it. Yeah, yeah.
1: John Nichol. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a must win, isn't it now? after dropping points to the Forrest, isn't it?
2: They all are now. I think before Forest we didn't have a lot of margin for error, really. No. Um, and we've got even less now. So, you know, it's we've got to beat Leeds. I just hope it's not one of them games where you play a team that hasn't won for four matches or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, they turn in a performance. You know, um, I think, like, Brighton came to Anfield and should have scored probably five goals, never mind three. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
2: I don't think they've won since, have they? No, I don't think they have. Have they you know, scored since? <laughs> um Yeah, I think they've
1: scored, haven't they? As long as they've won.
2: Not sure. But uh, but you know, but the es they were they were more than good value for the three three and probably should have beat us five three. Um so you hope the Leeds don't come and turn in one of them performances. Um that Catches us out on a on a Saturday yeah. night. But we've got to win. We've got to yeah. beat them. We've got to beat Tottenham. We've got to beat Southampton. We've just yeah, yeah. got to win every game. Yeah. Or thereabouts, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. the, the, the thing that gives me heart is that
3: I thought we were outstanding in the first half against West Ham. yeah so that was that was Liverpool of old. We were making chances. Sorry, we we didn't take as many as what we could. But we looked every time we went forward, we looked like we wanted to score. We wanted yeah. to make chances. Um, and you know, obviously the, the, the two substitutions derailed us a little bit because I thought I thought at the time um Thiago was unplayable. He was playing so so many good passes that he couldn't even pick out because they were that good. He was, yeah. he was switching the play, he was playing short passes, then he's playing a fifty yard one over the top to put Nunes away. Nunes had the bit between his teeth, looks as though we wanted the match ball. Uh, and I think we can get back to that. I yeah. honestly do, at home. Uh, very, very strange. was last time Goodpool played on Saturday night at Anfield? In a league game? Mm. You remember? Quarter-eight. I can't. I, I can't remember
1: that. Me, I think. It, oh, it's quarter-eight, is it?
0: I thought it was half-five. It's quarter-eight. Did, didn't we play I, Tottenham the other year? On Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. yeah the other year, one Yeah. Eight.
1: So, yeah. I mean, the, the, the crowd should be up for it quarter way eight. Is it
0: quarter eight? Yeah? I hope it's quarter to 8 the <laughs> crowd be yeah. drunk for it. don't know about up for it. <laughs>
1: John, you know it's kick-off time. What, what time oh, is it? It's, half quarter seven.
2: Eight. it's quarter to eight.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. I thought I was setting everything for half five. to hit off Saturday. You, you'd have been Doc Cotton by the time the game <laughs> kicked <laughs> off. Either. There's a few people caught out by uh, the West Ham game. It was half 7 kickoff, was wasn't it? Everyone just thought eight o'clock, you know. And there's a few people caught out on there, but you know, yeah, it's you know everyone will be up for it on a Saturday night, you know what and uh, John, in terms of noon, you're talking about Nunes then. Do you think you know we still got a few rough edges, isn't he? But he seems to want the ball all the time, doesn't he? I like him, mate. I still think I
3: still think he'll come good, mate. You know, yeah, just that set against Ajax, but great head and goal, then you know, unbelievable goal then. Probably get more satisfaction out of scoring that than what's happening. Yeah. Um smashing goal. And, and I like his attitude, I like the way he, I mean he's been clocked as the, he's covered the quickest sprint distance, hasn't he? In the premiership yeah, this in, season. in so the term, basically Yeah, basically the fastest yeah. fastest player in the premiership. And I think we've got to use yeah, yeah. that as well. But I I like I like the way he keeps going, he doesn't let things get him down, which is good. Yeah.
1: Um but when he came like on the against City. When he came on yeah. against City, it was like, it was like, a, you know, when Shankly famously said to Keegan, just go and throw hand grenades in the penalty area. <laughs> That's what it was like, but it was chaos, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he, think- is, he is the master of
3: chaos, like, but Tasmanian Devils, we used to call them when we were, <laughs> <laughs> when we were younger, but I'm not liking the way to start to call him Nunez. Yeah. It Nunez, I don't know yeah. why they started to make his name longer.
1: That's the Kirby
3: pronunciation, is it? Yeah, I think so, yeah, but... He's um, no, I I think he'll come good, mate. I uh, I honestly do, and obviously when you get Jota and um, Diaz back,
1: yeah.
3: Then you know, Firmino's had a rebirth, and he? Yeah, he's been. He is the one bright yeah. spot this season for me.
1: Yeah,
3: I think he he's been outstanding this season. He's, mm. So far, he he he'd comfortably went player of the year if it stopped now, wouldn't he? Um, he's been our best player this season, so. Him having a that's like getting a new signing for me, and so him, Jota, Diaz, Salah, you know, all of a sudden that that's a formidable five. Yeah, yeah. To, to go at anyone. So when we get them all back, and you know, they, I know, I know, I know a lot of you are, are subscribing to this. All they play too much football. I don't like to be honest. Like you don't you don't see a joiner or a, you don't see a bricky saying. I've worked four days this week and drops off that 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 line and that wall is not going to be very good because I've, I've, I've worked Monday to Thursday. You know what I mean? Mm. So people, I think you should be able to play three games a week. I don't. I think I think players like playing rather than saying Um, but I think it gives us that different dimensions that make it difficult for teams to plan against you. So if you've got them five fit, who's going to play? So when you're doing your prep, as yeah. like you know we do for. Um, We are playing Fleetwood at the weekend. And when you're doing your prep, who do you plan for? Who do you plan? Who's going to play? Because you're not going to know who's going to play. And they'll all pose different threats.
1: And that's what I think we need to get back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keith, in terms of, um, you know, obviously it's it's a mad season, isn't it, with the World Cup coming up and that. But, you know, as John was saying, we've got to win. These next three league games, have I me? Mean, you know, we just got to keep the pressure up, at I me? Mean, because, you know, we're a few points off uh, the top four, and everyone seems to be improving, don't they? You know, Tottenham's going to be the big one away, isn't it? You know, we've got to get a
0: result there. I mean.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
0: Yeah, but, you know, even though we haven't been playing well and we lost games, we're not that far adrift to no. a point. And you know other teams are, are dropping points, you know, as, so that's happening. That's probably going in our favour. I think, as, you know, that I think one of the things we need to do, and it's it's so frustrating, you know, is to keep Thiago fit and, and playing for us because yeah, he's the one player who will find Nunes, you know, with a, with a quick ball, with you know, with his quick mind and quick feet. Yeah, um, and you know, Nunes can keep himself on the side rather than coming back and forth all the time. So, I think he's he's a massive uh, miss every time he doesn't play Thiago. Yeah, um, so. Coming into these next run of games, you know, it's, it's imperative that we try and keep him fit now. That's been easier said than done, unfortunately, for the lad, uh, for one reason or another. Um, but we are a different team when he plays. Um, and that's no disrespect to the players who are playing around him. But he, he is, a, you know, he does bring us to life when he's got the ball. Um, and I think that the front players appreciate him playing as well yeah. because, again, they're making runs and they're getting the ball at the right time. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. I think I, I do feel, you know, Tottenham's obviously is going to be a big game, but we keep, we're We've proven we're capable of beating anyone. in the given Yeah, yeah, day, yeah, any given day. I just don't. We're not going back to the old days where we'd beat yeah. the, we'd, we'd beat a team, you know, where we shouldn't beat and get beat by all these so-called lesser teams. You know, we've had yeah. enough of that over the years, and it really hasn't happened under Klopp's reign. Really, has it? Until you know, his first first six months when he come when he started firing his feet. Once that got out the way. We, we dominated all these so-called lesser teams. That's how we yep. got to where we were. Yeah, yeah. And I just hope we're not going back to them days, to be honest. Mm.
1: John, it's, um, it's Michael Oliver uh, against Leeds. He's what he's one of the better refs, isn't he? Well, or, or have you got a little well, dossier on him?
2: Well, we had him at Arsenal, didn't we? Two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah we
1: did. Know, us but it was the VAR, wasn't it? no no well, well, you know, we should have seen it, shouldn't he? But he's left it to the BAR, isn't
2: he? Yeah, but, you know, you look at that West Ham Bournemouth game on Monday night, and it's exactly the same situation where fella goes to cross it and the <clears> arm's <throat> up. Yeah. I think did the referee give it? I know VAR obviously approved it. can't remember the referee gave it. But you look at that and you think, why didn't we get that penalty against Arsenal?
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, well, because, because Michael Oliver didn't give it. So Michael Oliver didn't give it, so it didn't go to be. It went to be a yard, is it? Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm telling you now the, it's the worst decision I've seen since the penalty against Brighton, the penalty against Arsenal. I've never been as livid uh, over a decision for a long, long time as that. It's out absolutely outrageous. Very similar to the Brighton one. He's he's awarded a penalty, and how he hasn't been sent to the monitor to say. But he's trying to kid you there. That's nothing to make him go down, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And that you know, everyone says we didn't play well against Arsenal after the initial 10 half half the spell. We absolutely battered them. We could have scored yeah. three or four, similar to the Man United game. We could have scored three or four in the first half against Man United. We had we had chances, uh, but you can't the game got hinged on a, a horrendous decision, and he's arguably the best referee uh, going. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he gave he give the same handball last week. It was the game he gave last week, where he give the same handball. Um, he give for uh, a cross. A cross came in, and he gave the same exactly the same handball that he did Was didn't the Wolves
2: against Forest?
3: Mm. Against Arsenal. Was Think I might have been
1: Yeah.
2: Team, yeah. 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 But, so, but he also like remember like he he booked Gomez because Arteta was complaining that he was wasting mm. time on a throwing. Yeah. Arteta was never in his zone the whole match, but he Because yeah. uh, at the time I thought he's coming over to book Arteta but he come over and book Gomez mm. every match in Anfield this season. We've had goalies going down injured after two minutes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the Newcastle one was on, the Newcastle down. saved us, didn't yeah. it Give us the extra time, you know. To...
2: You know, but but what? we've we've seen time in Anfield all season, and we yeah. and we don't see anyone get booked until the 89th minute when it's too late anyway.
1: Yeah. You know, but- well, Klopp Klopp's just been fined, and he this week 30 grand was it for the uh, yeah. the city. But he's not no. he's not being banned from the touchline, has he? no
2: ban, yeah,
1: yeah. But John, have you? I don't think you've ever been banned, have you? I have.
2: Really?
1: About a few times, yeah. <laughs> how many <laughs> um, times? How many times now? Yeah, uh, no, I've, I've only had. One. You know, you you haven't got a 50 grand fine, no, have you? No, Premier but it's all League relative. Fines, is
3: it? It's all relative. It's a percentage of your wages. So oh, that right. gives you an idea of what he's on. I'd have a good idea of what he's on. Because I know the slice of my wages that I got fined, so... yeah.
1: Um, what, is it 10% or something? Or? No, it's a
3: bit more than that. I can't, I'd be unfair if yeah. I said that. Yeah, OK, yeah. I, I right. think I think we've done basic maths. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if... Uh, so he's not banned from the touchline, so they must have thought it wasn't that bad, you know? Um, I think is that, have they taken into consideration the fact that the linesman hasn't seen a blatant foul or? or... Well, no, no, they don't take no. into into
3: account anything about the decision. I mean, it was an horrendous decision by the referee and the linesman, to be fair. Yeah, but I think, I think one of the things is what does what didn't look good was how intimidating he looked, and that's predominantly because of his size. Yeah, and he was towering over the linesman. Yeah, it looked like one of them cartoons, you know, like yeah. the, a Ronald <laughs> yeah. Dow cartoon where he's going to eat them. Yeah, yeah so,
1: yeah. um, and opposition fans and, made the most of that, didn't
3: they? Well, yeah, but as much as, as much as I'm a Liverpool fan, I don't, and I, and I feel his pain because we've had horrendous decisions like you wouldn't believe already, and we're yeah. not even into November yet. Uh, and I feel his pain, but what we've got, what we've and We've got to be mindful of at our level. So think about now this is magnified by yeah. thousands of million, the exposure that they get at mm. the top, top level. And this feeds down to grassroots level. So yeah, yeah. you know kids copy the same. Um in the in the amateur leagues, you know, referees are getting threatened. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And, and, and they're not getting the protection that, they, that Michael Oliver or people like that would get. So, yeah. consequently, you're getting a, a lower intake of referees coming through the ranks, which can only mean a drop-off in quality. And I think we've seen that over the last... Or I've certainly witnessed it over yeah. the last four or five years. There's been a drop-off yeah. in standards of refereeing. And then, I think going hands and hands, I think every... Every football fan who follows the Premier League would agree that the standard of refereeing has dropped dramatically. And I think it's gone hand in yeah. hand with, the, with this high threshold. Let's get the high threshold so there's not enough... The game's flowing and there's not enough silly fouls. But referees are, are seeing that as an excuse for not giving fouls. Not yeah, giving, fouls yeah. giving fouls for fouls. And much go, yeah. And that tips it the other way. That tips the scales the other way. So it ruins the game.
1: And that's infuriates infuriates managers Yeah.
3: Well, what we're seeing now is we're seeing referees reluctant to make a decision linesmen reluctant to make a decision until the ball ends up in the net and what they don't realise is they don't flag from an offside or he doesn't give a foul because he said well it'll come back and it'll get given by VAR the lad has a shot the keeper pushes it around the post and then they get a corner and then all bets are off then so yeah, when it should be a free kick so teams teams are getting put under constant pressure when they shouldn't be and mm. it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Keith, I mean, since our last podcast, uh, Stephen Gerrard lost his job. a filler did you did you? I mean, obviously, everyone was predicting something was going to happen. But I mean, do you think he should have been given more time?
0: Uh, yeah, I think any manager deserves as much time as you can give them. Um, but you know, the writing was on the wall. Uh, you know, you, you know. He finished last season in a poor donor form, didn't he? Yeah. They? yeah. So, and they haven't started. He started this season badly. Then he got a. I I think he won two or three games on the bounce. Not, yeah, he did
1: okay. A few uh, games. And, the,
0: and to be honest with you, I watched, I watched Chelsea was on before us, weren't when we played. Um, I can't, can't what game it was now. We watched the Chelsea game in, in the Solly. And Philip battered them, yeah. I thought, from what i seen of it. And, yeah. you know, we were unlucky. The keeper made a few good saves. He missed a few sitters. It's super, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and obviously, you know, from then on, if you're going to get beat at home, did he get beat home by Fulham, he did, didn't he? Oh he got beat away, sorry, by Fulham. Um that's always, you know, the lighting on the wall and that's not that's not fair to, to Fulham, Miss Sundress. because then after he Well started, he beat he beat Brentford
1: four 0 didn't he? Yeah, yeah, once he got sacked. Yeah. Yeah, Nico, do you think it was a case of uh, the players down in Sewers then? Because of what had gone on early on in the season?
2: I don't know because as Keith said against Chelsea. They could have been 3-1 up for, for mm. you know. Yeah, they could have scored definitely two or three goals. So, I don't know whether they've just then got, everything's gone right for them when, when they play Brentford or Brentford had an off day. I, yeah. I, I didn't see any of it, to be honest, so I couldn't really comment on it. Um, mm. I have got a mate who's a Villa fan. Yeah. And the last time I spoke to him was the end of August. And he said to me then, and he's a steward of Villa Park, he said, a lot of the Villa fans don't like him. And yeah. that was the end of August. Yeah. So perhaps for whatever reason there was a sort of you know some sort of movement against them from the fans point of view. Yeah. So as soon yeah. as he didn't get a couple of results, they were going to get on his case and put pressure on the club to do something.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would have given more time myself, but
1: yeah.
2: Coley we I mean
1: You've been playing well, I believe, but you've had a few bad results. Is the is
3: the crowd yeah, I mean, on your back? We've lost four in a while, so yeah, yeah still fans will fans will always be on my back. I'm from Liverpool, and I think <laughs> least, like, you, say, you brought up to dislike people from Liverpool. Um, but I, I felt for Stephen because I mean the average tenure for the manager is 11 months. So yes. he's only he's only been he's, he's he's lasted the average amount of time. I think he lasted 11 months, didn't he? Or maybe just just shy at 12. Um, a couple of things I didn't like. Once the fans start singing out of our club, you're dead, aren't you? Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's no way back from that. And I didn't no. like that. But I didn't like the way the pundits, all three of them under the bus. Yeah. After the game, you know, after they lost 3-0. Particularly the commentator, you know, they put pundits on and you want their opinions, but the commentator shouldn't, be, or the presenter shouldn't be offering... Um, things that he said, the brick bats that he that he delivered. And yeah. I, yeah. I think we all threw him under the bus to be honest. But I didn't like that at all. And you could say oh, well that the players are down to us yeah. A lot of it would be coincidence that they won 4-0. It wouldn't be a consequence of yeah Stephen Gerrard going. A lot just be coincidence that you know the, the players the, the ball as you said he plays well against Chelsea. And I think that's what took Steven by surprise more than that he turned in the performance that he did. he didn't get the result. But he turned in the performance that he did against Chelsea and then the just hit a, a flat spot against uh, mm. Fulham and rightly got P3 0, you know. And I think that's what disappointed him.
1: And obviously, yeah, I think he, he was also mentioning the big players, wasn't he? Quite a bit. Well, you know, obviously, Coutinho was a big, you know, big sign, wasn't he? And, yeah, you know, the, the
3: players that he signs, um a lot of them haven't been playing, obviously, for for one reason, a couple have been injured in that, and that. And that's a blow for them, I suppose. Um, but your big players, when you spend money on them, they've, they've got to produce, and that's the pressure yeah. that you get when you're managing at the soft plate. Um, yeah. You you know you you go into the sweet shop, don't you? And you you pick what you thinks the best ones, and you pay the money accordingly, and then they have to deliver. So, in terms of sweets, they have to taste nice. Yeah. So. It
0: was- he was always struggling when he's got someone like Christian Perslow as his uh, whatever he was, his position <laughs> at the club. I didn't was, want to mention his name. Well, sorry, I did. So um, he's not he's not got a very good track record, actually, let's be honest about it. Well, yeah. Um so um but they, all these owners that all they all get itchy, you know, itchy feet about getting know, getting dragged into a relegation battle and losing, you know, getting relegated because yeah, the money that's involved and so do you think they give themselves a bit of breathing space, but he used to say the new manager is going to come in and get anything better out of the squad than what Jeddah could have? You just don't know, do you? No, well, you yeah. don't. Think,
3: uh, people, sh- people are always quick to change. People like change. Yeah. Yeah. They get the thrill of something different and they can quickly find out that something different isn't always better. Difference
1: isn't always better. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've got to, um, we've got to, um, we can't feel sorry for Jesse Marsh, by the way. If we but beat, the, old, you know, oh, no, um, the thing is, three. I just
3: don't like seeing any man to get the
1: sack.
0: No, I of hope, course, I yeah. hope, you know,
3: yeah. but I, I sincerely hope we put seven or eight past them. That's that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, yeah. and the one thing you know about Liverpool is that they're capable of putting seven or eight past anybody, yeah,
1: yeah, so yeah. Well, hopefully, another three points against Leeds, and then, um, it's Southampton and Tottenham is it, John? Tottenham-Southampton. Tottenham-Southampton, South, yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't fear the Tottenham game.
3: I honestly don't. Mm. Yeah, I, can, I, I don't think
1: we'll turn up against Tottenham. We've got, obviously, against Napoli, he's probably going to play a weekend team, isn't he, next, next yeah. Tuesday. And uh, Derby the week after that. Yeah, yeah, in the, the League Cup, yeah. yeah. You've been, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. You've been listening to Ale Rouge. Keep on listening to all the different Blood Red podcasts. Thanks to John Coleman. John Nicholson and Keith and John, I hope you hope you end that um that losing run because you know you've performed absolute miracles, haven't you, in, in League One with you there in the last few years, you know?
3: Well, we've had this we've had a similar thing to, to Liverpool at the moment, it's been decimated by injuries and yeah. Like Liverpool as well, they always seem to be the same department. Yeah. So yeah. you lose all your strikers, you lose all your
1: defenders. So well, good luck, John. And uh, see you in a hey, few weeks, Sam. Um. Thanks, boys. See you Thanks, now. Cheers, John. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.